What's Swinging Nation? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode number 50, the big 5-0. Guys, I wanted to do um, a special podcast today for the 50th episode. Um, I'm considering that a big milestone. Um, 50 episodes. And... You know, I started this podcast back in June of 2019, at the end of June. So, uh, you know, it's going along pretty rapidly. Time goes by quickly, and I cannot believe all the guests I've had on and all the fun I have had doing this podcast. And one thing that I can definitely say is that you guys are the ones that are really making this special for me because the Steel Mace community has totally welcomed me in and um, I feel like I owe it to you guys to deliver the best. I really enjoy thinking about what kind of podcast I want to do, the kind of information I want to share with you. And so today I decided I was going to put together something about how the steel mace and the fire service tie in together or how I see it tying in together and how I am making that happen because as a as a captain on the fire department and um a fire ground drill instructor you know um i am tasked with training the recruits and tasked with training um the guys in my company and i feel that fitness is a pinnacle uh to all of it you know it's um it's a pillar actually i should say uh it's it's going to be the foundation to how we fight fires. It's it's um, important that our bodies are tempered and resilient and durable, and we're taking care of our bodies. So looking at the challenges um, with the fire service, the it's just a, a segment of society that is – uh, faced with the same challenges as the rest of the world is. You know, we know that in the country, uh, in America, there's a lot of uh, unhealthy people and a lot of it is related to just lack of fitness. So um, this happens in the fire service too. You see guys, you know, getting on the job young, they lose a ton of weight, they're in sh- awesome shape going through training. And then five years later, 10 years later, the pounds are just piling on and they're getting unhealthier and unhealthier as time goes by. They're not moving as well. Uh, The possibility of injuries continues to go up as they get older and less mobile. You know, they're hurting their ankles, their knees, popping bicep tendons, uh, hurting their shoulders, hurting their lower backs. So, you know... As a fitness enthusiast, as a coach, and as a firefighter who's been through 16 years on the job working in the busy city of Elizabeth uh, in New Jersey, it's the third largest, fourth largest city in New Jersey. We're right next to the Newark Airport. We have the uh, the East Coast's largest seaport. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. We have major highways. Old, old city, Elizabeth. It used to be called Elizabeth Town. And it goes all the way back to the colonial days. Uh, It was named after the Queen Elizabeth. And we have buildings that we're fighting fires in that are like 100 years old. On top of that, they're building new buildings made out of lightweight construction that collapse like as early as five minutes. 
Um, you know, so we face major obstacles and major challenges when we fight fires, go to car accidents, and the job isn't an easy one. It does beat you up, and um, I think that it's important to treat yourself like a tactical athlete. All that means is that you're going into situations that are somewhat unknown and uh, always on uneven ground. You know, um, if you watch a football game, they're playing on level playing field, right? They're moving side to side, and yes, they're playing hard and everything, but just think about what's going on in the fire service. Uh, you know, wearing our gear, the tanks that we're wearing, we're carrying additional weight, we're using tools, we're going into zero visibility situations, into uh, buildings that are, you know, suspect at best, and uh, we're asked to rip open walls, stretch lines, drag people out, go up and down stairs, up and down ladders, go up on roofs to cut holes with chainsaws. Uh, the blades on the chainsaws are like a hot laser beam when they're revved up. They could cut through anything. They cut through nails. So, you know, we have to be fit. We have to be able to manage ourselves, and we have to be um, aware and conscious of the people around us, uh, our fellow firefighters who we work with, you know, have to make sure that we're not putting them in danger. Everybody has to step up to the plate, you know, and, and work hard and, and be resilient and safe. So... Um, I'm basically introducing to everybody uh, my coaching of fire, you know, to coach steel mace to firefighters. And the way I'm going to do that is first I'm going to just describe to you and explain how the steel mace can help <clears throat> in so many different ways. It's unbelievable, really. Um, and then I'm going to just quickly highlight a few of the ways we would do a steel mace workout and then i'm going to end the podcast with ways you can get in touch with me if you're looking to uh, get into this modality and looking for any coaching from me so the first thing i want to talk about and this is huge is recovery uh, now recovery is recovering from a hard workout recovering from a hard shift recovering from a sickness or you know recovering from a stressful day, right? Recovery is essentially unplugging, settling down, relaxing, and recharging your batteries and reframing your your mindset as to, uh, to reframing your mindset to uh, being less negative and more positive so that way you can uh, function and integrate back in with your family and everything. So recovery is a, a very large category here. To whittle it down to be a little bit more specific, <clears throat> the steel mace can be used in recovery in such a way that if you're coming off shift and you're, you didn't sleep a lot, let's say you slept three hours. Well, you know, you probably are not going to be feeling it going to the gym and squatting or bench pressing or doing a real hard, heavy workout. But if you don't do anything, then you're just going to skip it out completely. Maybe you're going to go home and sleep it off on the couch. And um, that might be the proper thing for you to do. And of course, this is intuitive. You have to do what's best for you. But I noticed that in the past year since I started using the steel mace, that no matter 
how beat up I am coming off a shift, lack of sleep and, and you know, maybe um, not eating enough or not drinking enough water or whatever, uh, I could always utilize the steel mace in a way that it's low impact. And what it will do for me, even if it's just for 10 minutes of, of uh, nice, easy going, working out with it, is it resets me. So it helps me come out of this like intense state where my cortisol levels are high. You know, when you don't sleep, you don't eat right, and you're under a lot of stress, your cortisol, cortisol levels will go up. They'll increase. Cortisol is catabolic, meaning it will eat your muscle. I don't like things eating my muscle. I actually work very hard to put muscle on. I'm a I'm a hard gainer. I'm a lightweight guy. I have a light frame. So it's very hard for me to put on muscle. So any muscle I do put on, I want to keep it. So what I notice is that when I come off a shift and I'm beat up, if I just spend 10, 15, 20 minutes going easy with the steel mace, I'm able to put my body in a less stressed out state. So sympathetic is when you're stressed out and parasympathetic is slow down and relax. So coming off shift, uh, fighting a fire, not sleeping, you could be in a sympathetic state. You're, you're catabolic. Your cortisol levels are high. You're kind of like, you're kind of edgy. You're, you feel like irritable and stuff, right? All these things um, is sympathetic. So when you grab a steel mace and you go to uh, an area where you can train and be left alone for a while. You almost use it as a way to reset yourself. It's it's like meditation, moving meditation, if you will. It really is a way to get you out of that sympathetic state into a parasympathetic state. And by doing that, you're not really eating up your muscle, uh, and you're also able to treat your body to something that's nice. It's not a hard workout. It's almost like you're giving yourself a massage or something. So there's techniques that you could do with steel mace that are specifically for that. And it's fun. It doesn't feel like you're working out. It feels like you're doing something good for yourself. It's I, I consider it medicine. Now, when we talk about coming out of the sympathetic state, going to the parasympathetic state, your body becomes relaxed, that leads to the ability to kind of help yourself getting get your circadian rhythms back in order. So going back to you know your shift um, on the fire department, 24-hour shift, you know, you might have only slept three hours. Oh, and by the way, guys, I just want to point out when I talk about firefighters i'm also talking about shift workers in general uh anybody who works through the night who works like these wacky hours these different kinds of shift work those people have sleep issues a lot of them have big time sleep issues and i for one went through a very bad period where i was um unable to sleep properly so this is what I want to get into about getting into the parasympathetic state and getting yourself back into a proper circadian rhythm. Uh, prior to the steel mace, I was constantly at my wits end with this. I would uh, not sleep well at, at work, come off shift. Now I would have to drive home 
uh, I don't want to crash the car, so I'm drinking coffee, and then I still need to do things with my life, right? And and uh, I'm not gonna just lay down and go to sleep the rest of the day. I also don't really want to do that anyway because I want to be able to go to sleep at night at the right time when me and my family actually lay down and go to sleep. So let's say that's eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. Well, what would happen to me is I would actually feel tired all day, fighting, fighting, fighting not to sleep. So that way I don't fall asleep. uh, So that way I'm not up at night. And then I would lay down and go to sleep. And sometimes I would black out immediately and that's it. I'm done. But all of a sudden, one o'clock in the morning would come and I would wake up almost like in an adrenal state, like where, like as if I'm back at work and the alarm is going off. And because of that, uh, I would be all jacked up and then I wouldn't be able to fall back to sleep. So this was like a, a, a endless cycle, a vicious cycle that I was in. And outside of taking like medication and stuff like that, I couldn't really figure out what to do. What I noticed was when I started using the steel mace and I started doing these low impact flow style exercises and I was able to get myself into the parasympathetic state early as soon as I got out of work, that kind of set the tone for the rest of the day. Um, Sometimes I would take a nap and that would help, but it could only be a short nap because I, again, I don't want to stay up late at night. Uh, But I would sometimes do two sessions. So I would do the one when I get out of work and then... Right after dinner, I would do another uh, low-impact flow-style workout that actually uh, relaxed me. It just made me feel very good and relaxed. And I would sleep better. So once I learned that that worked for me, it really started to uh, be a highlight for me. And I use it all the time as a way to get... Uh, back to sleep. It's not the kind of workout that's going to rev up your heart rate, get you hot and sweaty. We're talking mellow here. It's kind of like yoga, kind of like Tai Chi or something like that. It's just very chill. Um, so that, that that's a big one. And, um, you know, that's I spent a lot of time talking about that for a reason, because if your rest is good, if your sleep is good, you're going to feel remarkably better. And then you're going to be able to perform better and you're going to be able to exercise, and your diet's going to be better, and your mind is going to be better. You're going to have a better outlook on life. So um, that's that for that. Let me move on to the next uh, great thing about the steel mace. It uh, When you train with a steel mace, it actually helps with your longevity. And lo- when I say longevity, I mean your lifespan, but it also helps with like how well your body performs as you get older so you have more longevity in your joints and everything lifespan wise exercise is proven to increase your lifespan so that's what i mean by it so if that's all that you do you just use a steel mace um that's going to help a lot of firefighters uh can have a shortened lifespan due to, you know, um, maybe getting cancer or heart disease and stuff like that. Um, everybody knows the, st- the statistics. If you're a firefighter, you know these statistics. There's higher rates of disease for firefighters. I think a lot of it has to do with exposure, which you can't really do all that much about. Although we are encapsulated and we protect ourselves, we're, there's still always residual stuff that we get exposed to. 
Uh, but I also think stress and diet has a big part of it, and lack of exercise is huge. So if you're using the mace, longevity comes with it. Now, it's low impact. Even if you're going heavy with your mace, it's still pretty much low impact. That means it's not going to really put a lot of stress on your joints, your tendons, your ligaments, and your muscles. And um, the, the workouts are designed to actually hit those areas and make them more resilient and more durable. And if you try a steel mace workout with me and uh, I, we, I take you through one, I will point it out to you as we go through how certain things we're doing are making our knees stronger, our ankles stronger, making our backs stronger. Um, it, it's really amazing stuff. That's a whole podcast in of itself. I'm not going to get all into that, but that is a, a big part of it. And I just mentioned, you know, heavy training, right? So there's there's heavy mace training and there's light mace training. In light mace training, it's like what I've just been talking about. It's steel mace flow. It's um, using lighter weights and moving your body through space and, and you know, uh, going into different positions that allow you to use more like isometric holds and things that don't that wouldn't be considered heavy but at the same time as one of the famous lines in the steel mace world is you want to make lightweight feel heavy so you do that by doing isometrics isometrics i think is like a missing link in the fitness world a lot of dudes a lot a lot of the ladies too you know in the fire service who train with heavy kettlebells and barbells and dumbbells uh they're they're missing out on isometrics isometrics is important and if you don't think it is let me point out to you bodybuilders like arnold schwarzenegger uh, he was a famous bodybuilder he worked out with heavyweight all the time but then what did he do every day he posed he posed to prepare his body so that he could perform up on stage and posed and and took different positions up and what was he doing Technically, he was doing isometrics. He was holding a contracted pose for an extended period of time. If you hunt through, I believe it's in Arnold Schwarzenegger's Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding, uh, or it might be in an interview. I can't quite remember. I tried to find it. I, I know it's out there. He even says that you know uh, posing is part of his bodybuilding process. That's isometrics, my friends. So you could do that with with a, um, a mace and and again it's low impact and then on the other side you have heavy heavy training with the mace and the heavy training would be you know just using a heavier mace and doing all the same stuff right now you got to work harder but then there's 360 swings and 300s or 10 and twos that you call them uh, that's straight up uh, you could go heavy. You could train yourself up. You could make yourself stronger. And even though it's heavy, it's still low impact because of the nature of the exercise, moving in moving in these circular patterns, doing 360s with 25 pounds, uh, once you train up to it, is really cool stuff. And how it makes your back feel is amazing. And to move your muscles and your... Uh, your scapula in in these circular fashions is tremendous and it'll make you feel like a new person so that's heavy training versus light training 
With the steel mace, you could also do cardio. And, you know, we all think of cardio, bike riding, rowing, running, ellipticals, um, stuff like that. The legs are involved. That's always, obviously, good good training for cardio. You know, I, I like going for bike rides. Uh, I go mountain biking. I get my cardio that way. But uh, I also like weight training. So I like doing squats. I like doing deadlifts. Sometimes my legs the next day are not up for doing cardio. My legs are not up for doing a bike ride. So how can I get my cardio in while my legs are recovering from a day of squats and deadlifts? I'll do uh, swings. So you could do swings for time. You could set the clock for five minutes and you could pick a weight that is going to be challenging. And the goal is to get as many reps as possible, quality reps, uh, get those reps in, uh, in, in, in the five minute time frame, And then every time you go back, try to beat your, beat your last, um, count by like a rep or two. And, and, uh, you will see that doing heavy swings for time is a major cardio workout. Uh, if you guys go on my Facebook on Frederick Moore, um, there is a video of me competing in the Vintage Strength Games. And you got the whole video. It's five minutes of me doing these uh, 10 and 2s or the 300s. And I'm using 25 pounds. And it is kicking my ass. And when I got done, my lungs were burning. My legs were pretty much fine because I was just standing there. And this is what I think is so cool about this particular type of workout that you could get your cardio in without using your legs. Um, so like I said, if you're trying to build up your strength in your legs and you're doing a lot of squat work, maybe you're doing legs twice a week, you know, trying to add some size to your legs. Uh get your cardio in with the swings and it's amazing because all those reps and all that volume you're doing just adds to the volume for your upper body workout as well and you could look around if you don't believe me you could go on on uh you know instagram or wherever on youtube and you'll see some pretty ripped pretty jacked individuals swinging pretty decent weight for time uh and going for like these marathon sprint style type workouts and and essentially they, they you know they look good they have low body fat and they're strong and and um their cardio is 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 awesome so that's a plus right there and uh you know when i coach people i'll put them through different workouts with the steel mace and one of my favorite workouts is just to use a tabata style workout you know 40 seconds on 20 seconds off and go through things like switch squats, side lunges, front lunges, things like that. Uh, I've put together a ton of Tabata workouts that I've put myself through and other people through, and and um, I vary them all over the place. And uh, you know, I could I could run you through like a twenty minute workout where the Tabata is the 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 ringer at the end. You know, you build up to this Tabata and then you, everybody goes through it and the, everybody's just dripping sweat in the end. And all they were doing was swinging a 10 pound mace the whole time. It's unbelievable. Um, so moving on, I want to talk about balance. You know, uh, this is sort of like on the concept of yoga, I would suppose. Uh, you could do exercises that that you know help you with your balance. So with the steel mace, you could do like a warrior three pose and 
and the offset load challenges you to stay balanced. And um, what I love about it, and I can tell you um, when I do these exercises, the big challenge for me is I notice when I'm on one foot in a warrior three doing, uh, holding the steel mace that I notice my ankle, this, you know, the ankle that I'm loaded on starts to really ache a lot. All those little stabilizer muscles are just going crazy. And my calf muscles just blow up. They get so flooded with blood and and the veins start popping out. It is amazing. And, you know, I'm not doing like a typical calf workout where I'm standing up on my toes and, and you know, doing it that way. I'm just standing trying to balance myself. Uh, balance is huge. You know, if you want to get stronger, then you don't want to forget about your balance. You don't want to forget about... Uh, how you're moving your body through space. You know, your your strength comes from your ability to balance. So it's an important thing. Also connected to that is stretching. You know, you can use a steel mace to stretch your body in certain ways that are amazing. Um, you know, you, you could open your chest up with a steel mace and, and hold certain poses. I get all into that in uh, – the training that I do with people. And there's a couple of sweet little moves that I challenge my clients with and they love it. And it's only like one or two moves. You could pretty much stop right there. And these moves will keep people challenged for a long time, but there's more. And the stretching is something that you could do at the end of your workout for the day. You you know, you could do um, a typical standard issue, traditional or conventional weight training workout, squats, deadlifts, bench press, whatever it is you're doing that day, and then just grab a mace and do some stretching with it and call it a day. So that's how you could incorporate it in that way. Um, big one that I want to talk about next is it actually, using a steel mace, creates a state of optimism and positivity. Now, you might be looking like, what? Well, come on, it's not that special. Well, Let's take a step back and just look at exercise in general. When you exercise, you actually release endorphins. Um, your body is is happy to move because our bodies are meant to move. So it's it is conceivable that exercise in general is is great for optimism and positivity. Well, with the steel mace, it's the same, and and I feel like it's more um, because when you use the steel mace you feel like you're achieving something, especially in the beginning when it's all new to you. Uh, it's a great opportunity to just kind of put yourself in the hands of something new and let it kind of let it just kind of open up and unfold for you. So optimism and positivity. And uh, the next thing I want to talk about is leadership. So I'm a captain on the fire department and I'm rather new at it. And I, f I take the challenge on full force. I love it. Um, it's challenging, and I like being challenged. I want to do well with the job. So I read books, and I do whatever I can to make sure that I'm learning how to be a good leader. Well, what I noticed was when I started using the steel mace that I was able to put things in a different perspective in my mind because a lot of steel mace stuff, like especially flow, you need to slow down. You need to slow yourself down, which 
opens you up to be able to think in different parameters. So your mind has a different focus or um, like when you're when you're moving rapidly all the time, your your focus is really not quite tight. You know, it's it's all over the place. So by slowing down and learning to be more mindful of my movement, I've also learned how to focus better. So as a leader, it's good to be able to focus at the same time. A leader needs to be able to detach from a situation so that way they can look up and out and and think in bigger terms. You know, as um, you know, when we're fighting a fire or something, the guys are at work. I'm right there with them. But you don't want to get tunnel vision. So you need to be able to detach and look at things around you and make judgment calls because, you know, you need to assess the situation. So using a steel mace has helped me be more mindful, more focused, and to learn how to detach because when I'm using the mace, I need to detach from everything else around me so that I could pay attention to the movements that I'm in. And once you get familiar with how that feels, you know how to put yourself into it better. Um out of all the times I've been told I need to slow down, I probably only halfway listened. But now with the steel mace, I understand what that truly means. And it's really awesome. And on top of that, um, if you want to do steel mace correctly, you need to be honest with your movement. You know, you can't half-ass it. And that has been a big help for me because I apply that to being a leader and I realize I need to be honest with my movement as a leader and you know if you are taking up a leader leadership position and you're able to take a steel mace into the backyard or on your lunch break whatever you know and just utilize the steel mace for a little bit and and learn these techniques through movement you'll see that when you're honest with your movement, you'll be honest with other things you do. So, um, you know, it translates to being honest with yourself and you'll do the hard thing because it's the right thing to do. You won't cut corners as easily. Um, you know, you'll, you'll be more accountable because you're holding yourself accountable to these particular movement patterns. Um, you know, this is stuff that you could learn when you take a, a, a steel mace class with me or whoever you're taking it with. Uh, but, you know, there's you have to put yourself in the proper alignment. Your joints have to be stacked properly. And it's very easy just to say, ah, eh, that's all right. That's good enough. I don't want to do that. Well, if you want to do it right, you got to put in the effort. And this is what I mean. This is how I'm saying it's it's connected to leadership. Uh now, last thing before we wrap this up is I want to talk about how it actually helps you with your diet. Now, when I say diet, I just I'm speaking about you know how you eat. You know, not necessarily you're on a diet. Just what do you eat? How do you eat? So you know, a lot of times we eat when we're bored or we're stressed. That's a big one for me. I will crush. Uh, chocolate when I'm stressed out. That's my go-to thing. And I mean, it's ridiculous. Like I will eat so much chocolate that it, it, it's, I should be locked up for it. 
Um, it helps me with stress sometimes, but it's not good. It's not good. So, um, you know, but when we're bored or stressed and we have these weird diet patterns that we fall onto, just think about it for a second. What if you, instead of reaching for the Twinkie, um, you reached for your mates, okay? And you, you just did a little flow. So now you're, you're moving and you're burning calories, even if it's just light, slow, and chill, you're still burning calories. You're not really thinking about food anymore. If you're stressed and you're about to crush the chocolate cake or the jar of peanut butter, and then you grab the mace instead, and then you could relieve that stress, like I said earlier when I opened this up, how you could go from a sympathetic state to a parasympathetic state. Well, if you de-stress yourself, and then this movement pattern makes you feel more optimistic and makes you feel more positive, then maybe when you lay it down and you're done, you're going to be like, ah, you know what? I don't, I don't need to eat that, that crap. Instead, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to make a salad or, or eat, a, eat a banana or have a, a cup of green tea or whatever it is. You know, you're going to make a better choice because you're putting your whole body, including your mind, into a better state where you can make a better decision from so uh i've used it a lot where yeah i'm bored so why don't i just go grab a mace and and spend 10 minutes outside even if it's cold i just throw on a jacket and just do a couple things it really is a great way just to reframe your current state um and then lastly it just burns additional calories so I indicated earlier, you know, it's it's low impact. So a mace is something that you could pick up. You 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 know you you woke up early, you worked out at the gym, uh, you went for a bike ride with your kids, you cut the lawn, um, you know, you went grocery shopping, you you made lunch for everybody, and you know what? Uh, that sounds like a lot, and it sounds like hey, it's time to take a nap. Well, no, you could grab the mace and move for ten minutes with it. And again, if it's low impact, it's something that that is not really going to beat you up. You're just going to burn additional calories. So if you're burning additional calories and you're eating better and you're keeping your stress in check and your cortisol levels are low and you just feel better and you're more optimistic and positive because you're going through this movement practice, then you should be able to see fat come off your body, uh, your, your body will kind of settle into a, a, a more healthy state um, you see the way I described it, it it all ties together and um, as I said earlier I want to be able to train firefighters and other shift workers tactical athletes if you will cops you know first responders so I've come up with a various um, assortment of different workouts Everything that I just covered, slow flow to uh, hard and heavy stuff, um, things that mimic what we do on the job. Um, and it's not just mace, you know, it's it. I bring mace in to a whole assortment of different exercises. We're doing kettlebells, we're doing body weight stuff, uh, you know, we're doing dumbbell training. And mace is incorporated throughout. And, you know, as uh, a firefighter or first responder, shift worker, you know, you could definitely benefit from these workouts. And you could DM me 
at at Steel Mace Nation on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook, Frederick Moore, or Steel Mace Nation on Facebook. And you can just shoot me a DM. Tell me where you are. Uh, obviously, I'm in New Jersey. If you guys are in New Jersey, we could hook up. I could train you guys. Um, I do travel and I do workshops. So whatever you want to set up, we could set something up. If you are volunteers and you just want to have a uh, like 60-minute workshop where I come in and uh, show you guys what to do, I do those for free for the volunteers. Um, and then if you want personal training or something after that, we could talk about that. I have reasonable rates. Um, I'm not really doing this for the money, guys, so much as I'm doing this for the love of the game. Um, my career is as a captain on the fire department right now, and um, what I do for my health and longevity is, is I train and I show people how to train. Um, my rates are rather reasonable, and if you hit me up, I'll tell you what they are. Uh, we'll talk about what your needs are, and we could talk about any details that you want to cover, benefits or whatever. Um, you could also get me uh, for workshops outside of the state of New Jersey. I will fly out. Of course, we have to talk about the uh, cost of everything, but it's uh, again, it's it's all pretty reasonable if you look at it. So, guys, thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed this information. I think this is the kind of information that's good for everybody. It's not just for first responders, uh, especially if you guys are coaches. You need to know this stuff. If you don't already, you might already know. Um, but if you don't, this could help you when a firefighter walks in through the door and they're looking to get coached, how you could help them, what you could talk to them about. Um I know about all this stuff because I'm in the game. I've been firefighter uh, again for you know almost 17 years, and um, you know I, I I know what all the pitfalls are. I see it on a daily, and 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 I've had to deal with them myself. So um, all this stuff is really good, guys. Listen, this content is free. The whole podcast is free. This is top notch information. Like I said, I'm working hard to deliver you good stuff. If you could do me a favor, please like and follow on Facebook um, and like and follow on YouTube and on Instagram. Follow them all, please, and write a review. Um, I will be reading any good reviews on the podcast and giving shout outs to people. Uh, and that reminds me, I want to send a shout out to my man, uh, Quinn from uh, Team Quinn Fit. Uh, I think in Connecticut. Uh, yeah, he's in Connecticut. My man is listening to this podcast endlessly. Every day he's posting up on social media uh, that he's listening to Steel Mate Station podcast. You are the man. And uh, I don't know when we're going to be doing a podcast, but we will be doing it. And all you other guys out there, I don't want to leave anybody out. But, yes, you know, you're all very helpful. Thank you for the feedback and everything. Look forward to continuing this podcast on. And we will be covering more awesome stuff as we go. Thanks a lot, everybody. Take care.